My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. My name's Donna and I'm Caddy's wife. And I walked in on something last night that just made my blood boil, if I'm honest with you. Okay. I'm like, I went outside to put something in the recycle bin and I come back and you have now fashioned yourself a dog trainer. And you are feeding Roscoe, Who's our a four-year-old hound, hound dog, dog, my boar's head sandwich meat. I didn't, it wasn't a whole lot. I'm on this training thing, this training kick with Roscoe. After visiting and spending a lot of time with Officer Richie and Canine Raider for the Caddy Wagon podcast, I, uh, it, it, Richie says it is very easy to train your dog. Okay. Well, buy yourself some packaged water-based ham to do that with. Like, pre- like Carolina pa- Pride or something? Yeah, pre-packaged. This is my... Roscoe Boar. loves it. I don't care. He sits now. I don't care. Because he this loves is my forehead. Yes. And and I mean, I go to the store on average every day, sometimes two times a day. And and now I have to make lunches because like the cafeteria is not open at Charlotte School. And I hate making lunches. So I have to make lunches. So she eats a lot of sandwiches. And Will eats a ton of sandwiches. Will will eat two sandwiches as his appetizer before dinner. And you're in there and you've got the little container open and you're just handing it to him out of it i'm like what are you thinking it made me so mad made me so mad i didn't know that i mean it's just like just open up a bag of money and throw it out the window Donna, it's freaking boar's head turkey meat do you know how much that cost i don't okay well you need to get yourself to the and store it wasn't much i know but it's just like the audacity like get some training treats or so something. that's really your rub yes like for the past couple days well, I'd say 24 hours, yeah. All right. I walked in on it, and you're just like... Well, life's good then, isn't it? it? I guess, but I mean, get some training treats. <laughs> you know? Richie's not... They, they don't train the canine team with boar's head. I'm going to ask Richie. I guarantee you they don't. They train them with, like, kibble. I mean, of course he's going to sit down for boar's head. And he's, we're working on shaking right now. Okay. Will, will he do that for, like, a mini marshmallow? That's no, been in the pantry. That's hard. Not. Okay. Absolutely well, not. then you're not training him. He's okay, just, no. Yeah. He's just eating. Wow. Wheat. All right. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, this is going to be a fun episode. Well, no, it's not that, but you just, I mean, like who wouldn't sit down and shake for boar's head turkey? All right. Okay. Anyway, what was your hype song on the way here today? Mickey Guyton. Oh, I like that song. And the song is, what are you going to tell her? It's actually, the the lyrics are really good. From the Academy of Country Music Awards last week. She is the first African-American female to perform original music. What, what was it? Because she got a lot of traction about this. She also released a song during the BLM movement. The 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 meat of the BLM movement called uh, Hey Black Girl or Why I'm Black or. Okay, let's, let's get the title of that. Black Like Me. Okay. Is the name of the song. And country radio didn't touch it. This the song she performed at the um, ACMs. It's a beautiful song. It, I mean, if you have daughters, it it kind of ooh, it hits you. I tell you what, between her and that Tennille Towns, that song she sang about the girl on the corner that could be your daughter. She was so pitchy. But but this the lyrics are just like wow. I mean, I don't know if it's because my girls are older now. It's just like these lyrics are hitting really hard. But the Mickey Guyton was great, and you know Keith accompanied Keith Urban accompanied her on the piano, so it was a really good performance. So yes, we will add that. That's great. Your hype song on the way, Donna, here to the oh. Appen Media Group and Appen Podcast Network, thirty miles north of downtown Atlanta in beautiful Alpharetta, Georgia. Okay, well I'm going to put some Midland.
on the Hype Song okay. playlist. I love Midland. And the song is Burnout. Um, it's from their um, album On the Rocks. And if you don't know Midland, there's three of them. There's Jess, Cameron Duddy, and Mark. And anybody who knows Midland. You just lit up. Oh, my God. Everybody knows Mark. He is so Which one is he? Is he the soap opera guy? Yes. Okay. So that's what I'm going to tell you. If you were listening to the podcast, we probably know this, but a lot of people who are listening may not know this. So Mark from Midland was Fox Crane on Passions, the soap opera. Did you know that? I, I knew he was in a soap opera. I didn't know his character or which particular one was. He's a good looking guy. He's another great follow on Instagram. It's Mark Aru. And he just had a new baby. Um, but he... You know, I hate to say that when Midland performs, they're in costumes, but, you know, they definitely have a very Texas twangy uh, sound to them. I mean, it's definitely it's not twangy. It's more like an old school country. And they're another group who you don't know if you're getting pranked or not. You know what I mean? Like, is this who they really are? Are they singing in character? Are they not? But the music's fabulous. And when you see him, and my point is, and he's not in his Midland garb like with his mustache and his 70s, because he kind of have a 70s country vibe to him, would you say? Very much so, yeah. Yeah. He, um, you'd be shocked what he looks like. Like, he almost looks like a model, like a supermodel when he's not in all of his, I mean, he looks good in his Midland wear too, but yeah. All right. He was on Passions. Going to add Fox two, Crane. two songs, uh, those two, to the Spotify Hype Song Playlist. Mickey Guyton. What are you going to tell her? In Midland. Burnout. All right. That's a good one. You like Midland. Those both may be my skips for the day since I don't have the premium account. There's a lot of Midland fans out there. Check it out and uh, listen to it. We are a music podcast, but we can't even play music. No podcasts can. So that's why we use the Spotify Hype Song Playlist as a component to the podcast. And you can hear every hype song that we've ever discussed since episode one on January the 7th. I had to get up from the dinner table the other night because it was taco night. Here we go. And the taco shells were stale. And it was deafening the way that the kids were having to chew these stale taco shells. And they were not dinner fare. I want to make that very, very clear. You know what's weird? These these shells, Donna, had been in our pantry (laughs) since I think maybe 2016. Well, here's what happened. You have the shells that come in the taco kit, okay? But they never give you enough for a family of five because p- these people go through tacos like, it's like Taco Tuesday at Taco Bell. You know, we get like 10 for like $2. I mean, you don't even get, it's kind of like breakfast night. You don't even get one taco done. And then they're up there wanting three more. So there's not enough tacos. So I found this baggie <laughs> of taco shells in the pantry. You were all for it when I pulled them out. I guess I should have done a taste four test. Or five years old. I don't think they were that old. Donna, they were. Oh, I probably should have taste tested them. But then what happened was the the old taco shells got mixed in with the new one, so nobody could tell what was what. So everybody was having to like test them to and see. Go refix their ta- <laughs> remake their tacos with the, the 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 fresh taco shells. But the noise absolutely drove me just to smacking. I have misophonia. If you knew oh. the podcast, uh, new listeners of the podcast are. Uh, rolling in daily and, and many began their podcast journey with the first or most recent episode, which would be this one. And if that's you, we want to say welcome. But remember, you can go back to episode one, listen anytime you'd like, because podcasts never go away. You can listen on your own time. Tell us about your illness. Misophonia is the hatred of sound. Emphasis I, on me. Misophonia. It's a very 
debilitating disease on because you could I suck on your t- no, I, but I didn't ask to get misophonia but my point is you could suck on your taco shell and you can crunch popcorn it's a very greedy disease yes but i didn't i didn't ask for it it's interesting how it picked you you know <laughs> <laughs> i wish that it hadn't though yeah it picked a good host so taco night's always a challenge for me anything that's crunchy and the kids are smacking Movie theaters are challenging. I, I hate going to the movie theater because there's always someone next to you that is chomping on popcorn and in your ear. Maybe not so much now that we're, I, I'm not going to the movies, but if you go to the movie theater now, you're being socially distanced, but I, I can't, ice, mm, ice. Yeah, you do not like when I crunch my ice. Me sitting across from you doing my papers. Which you have done all morning. Or your bracelets tapping the table when you move your hand. Let me take this off for you. Would you do that? Yeah, sure. Thank it's you. a simple ask. I know it is. My top. I don't like to be difficult. You My know shoes. Stop. Stop. Yeah. And it's it's something that passed. Is I, I think that it's generational. My father had it. I'm convinced. You know what's interesting is like you. So you have misophonia, and I have this excessive energy. That like I cannot sit still. I have to be like moving things, doing my papers. Stop, Donna. Yeah. <laughs> Marching. Seriously, I have to. So it's, isn't it weird how this is like playing, do, plays do, out? Do you know, like when you're chomping ice and we're both working at the kitchen table, like, do you ever do it just to test me? No. I think that you do. No, because I forget about it. I forget about your selfish disease. I do. And I'm just enjoying my ice because I love chipped ice. Is there anything better than the ice machine at Zaxby's or like those freestyle machines? If I was rich, I would have someone blow out my hair and a freestyle machine. And I might have that same person that blew out my hair fix my freestyle. All right. Tug's coming up on this episode. We're going to talk uh, about the Academy of Country Music Scores, get his take on them. And yes. also, Tug's going to play a round of what, Donna? You don't know Jack. You don't know Jack. You can't beat Jack. You can't beat Jack. Oh, you this can't is, beat Jack. It's a 20-second pop culture trivia showdown. So Tug's coming along for that. Coming up here in just a few seconds. Actually, probably a few minutes. I am extremely tired. I want to tell you how I messed up. I take a medication, a, a prescribed medication for, for sleep. Sleeplessness. Yes. And it's trazodone. And it's a very, very um, powerful sleep medicine. You're trazzy. Uh-huh. My trazzy. So I went to bed last night and I tossed and turned. For All like, night. No, for like 90 minutes. And I'm like, why am I not as down as a horse would be after being tranquilized? Because <laughs> I should be. Yeah. What What's going on in my body? Or in my mind that is overriding the power of trazodone and not allowing me to go to bed. Yeah. And I thought to myself, I kept tossing and turning and wrapping pillow and putting it in different positions and things. And I finally said, did I actually take it? Because I remember going into the bathroom and getting the pill out. And I'm like, but did I put it in my pocket and not actually take it? Again, because I should be down. I should be dead asleep right now. And I got out of bed and I checked my pants pockets and it wasn't there. And I'm like, this is, this is not right. Something's wrong here. Mm. So I went into the bathroom and I found my Trazzy on the counter. Mm. And indeed I had not taken it. Mm. So I took my Trazzy like at one thirty in the morning. That's not good. Oh, I know it's not. That's why like today I'm just like, gee whiz, just trying to hold my eyes open because it's just, it's now offset my entire sleep schedule. Mm. So I'm going to have to double down tonight on my Trazzy's at like 9 p.m. You'll be out like a horse. To get my, my sleep schedule back on the strap. Well, you know, you I haven't. I hear you snoring. And we hadn't had this conversation okay. before right now. 
<laughs> last night, because I tossed and turned for like an hour and a half, you're snoring. And Roscoe, our four-year-old hound dog that we talked about earlier at the top of this podcast, was also in the bed sleeping with us. Like a human. Like like, like long ways, which yes. is vertical or horizontal. I don't know which way it is. Vertical. Okay. He's sleeping vertically in the bed with the two of us. It's Roscoe, Don, and me <laughs> in a king bed. He's under the duvet comforter. He is. With his head on his own pillow. Yep. What's wrong? I love Roscoe more than my kids. You invited him and into the bed. there's something wrong with this. I know. And so you, I didn't invite him to bed. Sometimes you'll be in there and you're like, oh, Roscoe, come up here, come up here. And if you do that, he you can't move him because then he'll like he'll bite you if you try to move him when he's asleep. So once he's in his place, he normally he sleeps on his dog bed, but you invite him in there. Occasionally, and then, I'll, when I'm giving him a goodnight kiss, I'll say, hey, buddy, you want to come sleep with mom and daddy? And he looks at me like I'm crazy, like he doesn't understand. And then sure, like 60 seconds later, he'll be in our bedroom. Asleep. Wanting to hop up on the bed. I know. But you're snoring. Let's, oh, circle okay. not, let's yeah. not lose sight of the snoring, Donna. It's like a trucker. It's like a trucker. <laughs> and I don't know whether to tap you. I don't know whether to push you. Yeah. I don't want to knee you because my fear is you would then roll into Roscoe and he in a deep sleep would not know what's going on and would then maybe react to that somehow and bite me could be. So I decided not to knee you in the back. Just tap me gently. (laughs) I know my sign. I'm having a horrible. (laughs) And then you think it's done. Okay. Let me go to bed real quick. You're counting freaking sheet. And there's another one. I have a recording, an actual recording on that. my phone of you We're snoring. not doing that. We're not doing that. But it's, it's just, I didn't know that you snore. It reminded me of the way that you snored when you were pregnant. Maybe I'm pregnant. And it, no, well, <laughs> do tell if you are. But I just, it was, I never heard anything like it before in my life. It was, it was. It, my, I have like this sinus thing going on right now. I really do. I gotta breathe. I'm so tired. I guess. <laughs> I could fall asleep right now. Well, this is a mess today. Mm-hmm. But at any rate, I have I'm 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 having some difficulties with sinuses, so just work through it. Like I have with you and your snoring for twenty something years. So move on. Trezzy. What else you have? Gotta get my Trezzy. What about Roscoe and his food? Roscoe's very um Roscoe's very protective of his food. We have he we is. have two hound dogs. Sally is our elder hound dog. Sally is 14, 15 years old. She has cancer. We had okay. been diagnosed, but we know that she has something and she's going to die shortly. Okay, I hope not. We just don't have the money to fix her. And so... That is not true. Well, it certainly is. Oh, okay. certainly is. It's Roscoe, just a... Okay. Roscoe, we don't want to put her through it. Okay, we'll go with that. Roscoe is our younger four-year-old hound dog, and he's very protective of his food, especially when Sally comes. And we feed them separately. But Sally's pretty sneaky to be as old as she is. And so Sally, if Roscoe goes out into the yard, he eats in the garage. Sally eats in the house. Roscoe eats in the garage. So if, Sa- if Roscoe leaves the garage to go check out a wolf or something or deer in the backyard, Sally will sneak into the garage and try to eat Roscoe's food because Roscoe will protect his food for hours. He won't eat his food for hours, I know. but he'll protect his food. He'll, he'll stand over it for hours in the same place. And if you even take two right turns towards him, I know. he will cut you eyes that will scare you to death. I know I've read all these books and I've actually, he he jumped at you. Yeah. Which he never does. I, I, um, I've read all these books and blogs and I've done all these different things. They said, you know, I can't feed him together because he's so territorial. He'll get into like a huge dust up with Sally. So now I feed them separately. Then I changed his bowl because someone said I was reading all this stuff and they said, if they see themselves, um, like a reflection in like a bowl, it can cause problems. So then I changed his bowl and I know it's because he grew up with a bunch of puppies. 
babies because we adopted him and they all they didn't give him enough food and they would all have to like scavenge for food. The person told me who, who's, who's that, I've never heard this story yeah, before. Who's the person at the Humane Society said that because it was kind of like a horde mentality with these puppies. And I've read all this stuff about it. So I, I, I won't know. I think we need like what's that? The dog whisper or something to come over and help us a little bit, because, yes. And then he started this thing where he would you'd put his food down in the garage and he would bark and bark and bark and bark at his food. And if you come out there and stand by him, he'll eat it. It's almost like he thinks you're the next layer also protecting him. But today I just reached down to move his bowl and he almost bit me and he's never done that before. So we, you know, we need some help here at our house with what's going on with these animals. We've got one, the same one is sleeping in a bed, territorial over his food. You're feeding him boar's head. This is a mess. And he's taking CBD treats. I know we got to we got to get control. They're brownies. They get they both get the little special brownie treats. Yeah, I did carpool the other day with Donna. We were on a uh, out together, and we didn't have time for me to go back home. And so Donna said, "You're going to have to go through carpool." I, I don't mind going to carpool. I, I I did carpool for you know afternoon carpool for years when I did morning radio. I would always pick up Charlotte, our youngest, who has always gone to a school where there's no bus service. So you have to do carpool. And I, that was always a highlight of my day was the afternoon going to pick up Charlotte. We had special daddy time in the truck. I'm going to get back to that shortly. But I've done carpool a couple of times at her new school. And it can be a little nerve wracking when you do carpool at a new location. Right. It's, you know, it's a new school. Got to get the lay of the land. Or they've changed the schematic of where you go in and who goes where. And so I had to pick up only Charlotte. At the high school. So I was able to go directly to the high school, pick her up. Zoom out. And zoom out. And I thought to myself, and I even said to you a couple of times I did it at the beginning of the school year, that was a breeze. Like a piece of cake. Where was everybody? There was nobody in the carpool lane. Yeah. Well, I discovered where everybody was. Turns out there's a carpool part two. Yes. Explain to everybody this mess. Because it's almost like the kiss and ride lot at Hartsfield or at your airport. And it's where parents that are picking up multiple kids from multiple schools hover you park and you wait for your kids to come to you so when you didn't go directly to the high school yesterday and we're part of a carpool literally a carpool now but i just didn't put it together and i just thought we were going to go to the high school and pick everybody up but the kids that we pick up are are, that are in this carpool with us are in elementary middle and high school yeah it's kind of a mess well i mean you know a good carpool will save you so i'm in for this carpool and i love my carpoolers but yes so there's charlotte's in high school one of the other girls is in high school, one girl's in middle school, and one's in elementary school. And so they dismiss staggered. Times. Well, yeah, and, and they do that to keep the traffic flow. So elementary, you know, gets out first, and then middle school 10 minutes later, and then high school 10 minutes later. Well, you can't go through three carpool lines, because if you go through, it, it just won't work. So you go through the youngest one, which is elementary. So you line up, and first of all, you have to have the tag for that child, because that child does not correspond to me, Okay. So you have to put that tag up and then you go through the line and you pick up that child. And then this school has a thing, which is actually kind of smart. You have to put your flashers on to to denote the fact that you have the child in the car. And then when you exit that carpool lane, you have to turn your flashers off. And then you go to the kiss and ride lot and you park. I always park under a big tree so they know where I'm 
going to be this big magnolia tree. And if somebody gets here before and gets my spot, that's a problem. Because then I got. I was going to ask about that yesterday, and yeah. I didn't. Because then I got to start texting. Is it, is it pretty much understood that everybody parks in their their same spot? Yes, because in this you, big holding lot. Yes, because you need these kids to know pretty much where you're parking every day. But then there's this one Betty who always tries to get under the tree because she lets her little kids get out, which is a whole other story, and play underneath the tree. So when she's there, I then have to start texting all these kids to tell them where I'm, not I'm, under the tree. Where I'm in fact parked. So then you hover over there and they all come to the car. But then when you're backing up, you have to watch out because there's kids everywhere. Everywhere. There's the woman who lets her kids play in the parking lot, which don't get me started. And then there are the kids who just stand behind your car looking for their parents. In and the they're Jew. Yeah. And no, in the middle of the parking lot. Digging their jewel out of their back. No, they're not. Stop spreading stuff. You just stir the pot. Anyway. It's a mess. It's a mess. I don't know that you're going to be able to do it without me. I don't know. That's ambitious. It gave me such anxiety. Well, listen, it triggers me. When When I'm pulling out, I'm constantly asking these girls. And I've got a backup camera and everything, but I'm like, is there anybody behind me? Where are all these kids? And then it spits you out. If you go out the wrong exit, you you're literally you end up in like Woodstock. It's it's insane. You know, each school has their own thing. Again, I think Chick-fil-A should like offer consultant services. For carpools? Yeah. And they come in and they train you and you get a one day, all day training. And I guarantee you the next day that thing is moving like clockwork. Cheese ravioli, alpharetta sauce. Alfredo. <laughs> alfredo sauce. That sounds special. Alfredo sauce, spinach, mushrooms, bacon, and more cheese. I mean, what is not to love? This was a ravioli dish and dinner fair that we cooked the other night for dinner. It was so good. And it was so simple. Heat the oven up to 400 degrees, bake covered for 30 minutes. Just like the delicious dinner fair chicken pot pie, they have they have meals now that you just, there's no preparation. You just bake. Just put it in a pot put it in the and bake oven, it, yeah. Preheat your oven, get it up to the temperature, put it in there for 30 minutes, and, and dinner's done. Maybe add a sauce, but that's it. Always ready for changing family schedules. Dinner affair. $30 off your first order when you enter the promo code CADDY, C-A-D-D-Y, at checkout. Dinner, A-F-A-R-E dot com. They offer sides now that um, are affordable, they're healthy, they're delicious, easy to prepare. And you can allow dinner affair chefs to pair the sides for you as a complete package. Or you can buy them a la carte now. Two to three easy steps to get dinner on the table, always 100% guaranteed dinners are tailored for all ages and tastes um, and when you order every month from the dinner affair menu there's 50 different menu items you can choose from some of the dinners you can order two of yes and so this uh, ravioli bianca dish that we had for dinner last night i ordered two of those for the month of september and we were talking last night about how when we do the second meal we're gonna do a red sauce what we're gonna do like a, a ravioli bar yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to bake all the ravioli like the instructions say, but then we're going to have the uh, the, the delicious Alfredo sauce and the spinach and the mushrooms and the bacon. Then maybe some marinara. And it's kind of like a think yeah. of it like an ice cream sundae bar. You can go around and 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 just uh, roid up your your ravioli. I love it. Any way that you would like. Contactless delivery to your door. They also ship nationwide. No contract. Money back guarantee. Dinner a f a r e dot com. Dinner affair dot com. For decades now, you have heard about the Wolfman and Donna at Gallery Furniture in Gainesville. Wolfman passed uh, a while ago, about 10 years ago, I think, Donna. 
His daughter Donna and Donna's daughter Marilyn now run the show at Gallery Furniture, 1600 Brownsbridge Road in Gainesville. And they have the most beautiful furniture. Um, they have been posting pictures on social media of this gorgeous uh, dining room set. And every time they post it, it gets so much attention. And people even reach out to me and they're like, I didn't know they sold this kind of furniture at Gallery. They sell everything. They sell everything. They have couches. They have sectionals. They have recliners. They have rugs. They have bedding. They have mattresses. They have everything that you need to redo your home, redo a room, bring in one piece of furniture, you know, just add to something. Um, and the best part is they do offer delivery. A lot of people ask about that. You know, we talk a lot about how you can take it with you and people say, uh, what if I don't have a truck? They'll deliver it. But a lot of people don't even want to wait for the delivery. They want to walk in, grab that chair and take it home with them and unload it and put it in your room and admire it and be like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I did this. So if you have been ordering from those big box retailers and they're telling you that you could be waiting three, four, five, six months, if you've been ordering from these rogue websites where you think you're ordering a table and it comes in six boxes with 200 pieces, now's the time to switch all that up. Go to gallery. You can find what you want. They have so much selection. They'll finance it on site and they'll either deliver it or you can take it with you that day. And the bonus is you get to spend time with Donna. It really is. Trust me. When you leave there, everyone who's gone up and had a conversation with Donna, they're like, she is the sweetest person in the world. And she is. And she'll help you. She knows her stuff. Gallery Furniture, 1600 Brownsbridge Road, Gainesville. Tuck Cowart joins us on the My Second Act podcast. Hey, buddy. Hey, man, what's going on with you? Uh, excited that you are here. We're going to talk about the ACM Awards from uh, midweek okay. last week. And uh, you have agreed to play a round of You Can't, you can't Beat, beat Jack. Jack. Say hey to Donna. She's here, of course. Hi, Tuggy. Hey, Donna. Lovely Donna. Hey, babe girl. This is going to be good. I got to tell you, is it a bad thing that I'm secretly rooting for Tug to win? Well, look, that's a good thing. Yeah, We're talking about a bad so. thing. That's a good thing. I think so. All right, so we're going to play here in just a second. For those that are new to the podcast, Tug, set yourself up. Tell us, like, how would you, what would be your, like, if you were a character on The Real Housewives of Atlanta? Yeah, it was tagline. What would your tagline be? Yeah, there we go. Um, uh, dumb hillbilly. <laughs> All right, well. <laughs> <laughs> or at least he sounds like one. I think I think it'd be like a, a small country boy transported to the big city. There you go. And All just, right, I'll take it. And, and just kind and sweet, and everyone needs a tug in their life. Goodness gracious. Well, you know how to make a fellow blush. Yeah. There we go. All right. Well, Tug has been one of my closest friends for, gosh, nearly, what, 20 years, I guess. And for uh, many years, we were part of a very successful morning show on a former country station here in Atlanta and still uh, uh, keep in touch and talk and uh, go out and get crazy and have our wives take our phone so we don't post on social media. When we're Honestly, I think the last the last time I saw Tug, he was participating in a soul train line. At, in okay, some, Donna choked. I swear, in some <laughs> restaurant <laughs> slash bar in downtown Alpharetta. It's the new dance club. <laughs> in downtown Alpharetta. I'm not it was sure it weekend. actually is, but I think we turned it into one. <laughs> I know. I think people were trying to eat, and we were just like, we'll, we'll make this into a bar. All right, so we're going to visit with Tug about the Academy Country Music Awards. Get your take on it. And you and I have been texting back and forth for the past uh, nearly week about this whole Entertainer of the Year tie thing. So oh, I can't wait to uh, visit with you about that. But we wanted to start our visit with Tug on the podcast with a round of You, you can't, can't Beat Jack. Jack. Yes. Now, Tug, you may be familiar with a contest that was – um, it was similar. It was a. Uh, it was called um, something else. You can't else, be catty. But, That's what it's called. But uh, we switched well, it up. Okay. Well, we didn't want to get you involved in our messy lawsuit, but <laughs> oh, man, you've I now positioned yourself. All right, are we ready? All right. 
I'm ready to go. Okay. All right, Tug. If you get more questions right than Cadillac Jack, you win. If Cadillac Jack gets more questions right than you, he wins. And remember, Tug, all ties go to Cadillac Jack mm -hmm. because he's Cadillac yeah, Jack. Yeah, I'm familiar the way that works. Yeah. Okay, finish the script because okay. it's not called. Because it's not called, you can't tie Jack. It's called What? what? You, can't you can't be, be Jack. Okay. No, I understand the premise. Don't make me like it nonetheless. <laughs> all right. Now, today's category. Tug, I'm sure. Did you did you see um, Captain America's did penis? You, did you see Captain America's penis? Uh, America's what now? Penis. Uh, America's penis. Did you say America's penis? Captain America. Chris, Chris Evans. Evans. Captain America. I thought you said America's penis, and I was like, <laughs> "What is that? I don't even know what that is." <laughs> no, I I did not see Captain America, so I will not going to do well here. I think you'll be fine because he he, right. he he leaked out some some photos and you know what they call that when you send that kind of pic they call that a below the belt selfie tug. Oh yes, okay, yeah. Okay. Are you guilty of ever doing that tug out? Do you not put I him have on the never spot? Never done that. I've never done <laughs> not it. Even no, too, not let even. me tell you, I would I would need like one of those fish eye lens. Oh. A fish eye lens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not even to your wife Laura. You never sent her a below the belt okay, selfie. Stop. Uh-uh, never, no. Uh-uh. She'd probably tell me not to send it. She'd be like, dude, don't do that. Why would I want to see that? I only want to see that occasionally to begin with. <laughs> All right, we've gone sideways. Anyway, the <laughs> the category today is famous dingalings. okay? Famous dingalings. Famous buildings? No, dingalings. You wish. Oh, dingling. Famous dingalings. All yeah, right. Famous dingalings. Okay. It is not fair for Cadillac Jack to hear the questions I'm about to ask you. So, Tug, oh, why don't right. you ask Cadillac Jack to leave the studio? Sir, going to need you to ask, uh, exit stage left. Please, thank you. All right, okay, here we go. He is heading out. All right, I'm going to do everything in my power to get you to win, Tug. So, just don't worry. All right. I love that plan. Okay, here we go. Uh, Caddy is out, and the 20-second timer will start, Carl, after I ask the first question. question. And remember, Tug, if you don't know the answer, you can say pass because the 20-second timer yeah. will go fast. All right, are you gotcha. ready? Yes. Here we go. Question number one. What famous rocker's pants split in the middle of a performance? David Lee Roth. What blonde singer famously asked her husband, Nick Lachey, if Chicken of the Sea was chicken? Jessica Simpson. What cartoon character has this as their saying? Dun, 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 dun. Uh, Woody Woodpecker. What politician sent dirty images to another colleague, and the images he sent are the same as his last name? That is it. I think you did pretty good. Oh, oh, I know. It's Wiener. Yes. Should we give him that one? Huh? Okay. <laughs> All right. You can come back in, sir. You did pretty good, Tug. All right. What did I do, three or four? Well, you did two. You didn't get that okay. last one. Two. Was the first one, did I get the first one wrong? No, yeah, you got the first one wrong. That's what I thought. Hey, that's I'm what back, I thought, but I, I'm back. That was I'm the back. first person that came to my head. I'm back, I, I, I'm yeah. back. You know, actually, his may have split, too, at some point. Who knows? Okay, are you ready? Yeah, probably. You ready, sir? Yes, ma'am. Okay, here we go. Question number Categories one. Categories again, what? The category is famous dinglings. Okay, question number one. What famous rocker's pants split in the middle of a performance? Lenny Kravitz. What blonde singer famously asked her husband, Nick Lachey, if Chicken of the Sea was chicken? Jessica Simpson. What cartoon character says, Bum, bum. Uh, Pass. Okay. What politician sent dirty images to another colleague, and the images he sent were the same as his last name? Wiener. What famous rich girl coined the phrase, I don't know what a Walmart is? 
I don't know what what a Walmart is. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. That's Paris Hilton. Okay. So get the cat get the category dinglings could be dumb people or literally dinglings. Or dinglings. Yeah, I yes. see what that's very clever. Yes. So the first one is Lenny Kravitz. You got that correct. Well, how did how did he relate to dinglings or being the dummy? Have you seen the video? when his pants split and his? <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. Is, is six, that recent? Yes, sir. A six-string bass popped out of his leather okay. pants. Anyway. It was swinging yeah, like a pendulum right. tug on yeah, stage. Okay. I didn't hear about that. All right. Both of you got number two right. Jessica Simpson, who did not know that Chicken of the Sea was actually tuna. You both got Woody Woodpecker. I didn't get Woody Woodpecker. Well, you, actually, you didn't get Woody Yeah, Woodpecker. you didn't get Woody Woodpecker. That, uh, and that you, you got Anthony Weiner. And that was it. So you got one. Okay, but who's you? Um, you, Cadillac Jack. Got one, two, three right, and Tug Cowart got one, yeah, two right, two right. Tug. It was almost an ACM tie. I'm it sorry, was Tug. almost, but uh, horse only counts the horseshoes and hand That's right. Rates. All right, so okay. I need to hear you say those magic words. Do you want the last question? Yes, yeah, sure. Okay, the last question was: This chocolate hostess cake has the same name Ding dong. as the sound of a doorbell. Ding dong. Yeah, ding dong. Yeah, I would have done that one probably. That's good. Because right. I just got a uh, secured a sponsorship for Alpharetta High School football from uh, Little Debbie. What? Get out. I love Fudge Rounds, Tuck. Uh, seriously? Me too. That's my favorite. My favorite uh, Little Debbie of all time is Fudge Rounds. Star Crunch is a close second. Hmm. See, never been a Star Crunch guy. My sister always loved them, but <laughs> I never liked them. Uh, if I was going next, it'd be the Nutty Buddy. Oh, I love a Nutter Butter. Nutty Buddy. Nutty Buddy. All right. So, Tug, have him say the magic words. Oh, Tug, you must say the magic words to us now. Well, all right. I know. I can't be Jack. I get it. Uh, Tug is, I'm Tug Cowart from Alpharetta, Georgia. All right. Look at I didn't know it was official here like this. But, uh, okay. I'm Tug Cowart from Alpharetta, Georgia, and I cannot be Jack. There you go. Well, Very few yeah. can. So, on the podcast, my record now is two wins and zero That's losses. true. For the You're two and oh. Hey, let's flash back a few days, Tug, to the Academy Country Music Awards. Um, when, when you saw Keith Urban say, oh my, and, and act surprised at it. Um, oh my goodness! This is crazy. We this has never this happened. Has before. Never happened before. First of all, you know that he knew because both Carrie Underwood and uh, Thomas Rhett were standing on each yeah. wing of the stage, ready to come out. Right, and the the whole show was pre recorded, so everybody knew that they had won when they won. So, yeah, to, to pretend and, and pander the way they did was just like, ugh. it was so goofy. If Carrie Underwood would have won it outright, which is what the you know, which is what they wanted because social change and difference and they would have if if she would have wanted out right they would have given it to her outright see and, th- and that's where we Caddy and i've disagreed on this he thinks that because i said there there truly was one winner and the one winner yeah. was thomas rett and caddy thinks the one winner was actually carrie or should have no. been carrie and i said over that, thomas rett yes no. in the category no, absolutely no, did, not no, 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 but but you got but dude i'm telling you if, if she would have won it, and and they talked about how women didn't get enough exactly. coverage throughout the show. Women didn't get enough uh, attention throughout the show. If she would have won that outright, they would have given it to her outright. There would have just been one but, winner. So they, what's that? There would have only been one winner. Yeah, exactly. If, if she would have won it outright, they would have given it to her, just because that would have been, I mean, that would have been the icing on, on the cake. Yeah. So she, it was almost like a participation trophy. A little bit, yeah. For Karen yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. How, how, and you how, know what? There may have been a it may have been a tie at some point, but what do they do in ties? They ask you know people re-vote. to go back and and revote. Do yeah. not it's, it's, it's happened before. Why not did that, they? You know something in common. How did they decide who they were going to announce? If it's a tie, 
who decided and 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 why that Thomas Rhett went first, that he was announced first. Is if, if there's a tie and it's all about the year of the woman. Uh, yeah, I assume because Thomas was actually the winner. Okay. And exactly. and Carrie was, you know, the, the you know, the runner up and they're like, Well, we're gonna say, you know, that Carrie won it because if if it's like I said, if she would have won it outright, they would have given it to her outright. Well, and you know what? I can say this as a woman. You know, it, it's not two men that you guys talking about it. It drives me nuts. It's like, what what is the reason? Because you just have to give a trophy to someone. And and here's the other thing. It's kind of like when Garth Brooks removed himself from the, you know, yeah. from the other thing. Exactly. It, it, it puts a stain kind of on like the awards to where yeah. it, it's not exactly truly. Right. Well, they're not, being asterisk. Yeah. They're not really giving it to the person yeah. who deserved it, you know. And Thomas Rat exactly had right. a great year. He toured like crazy. He toured for three and I months. Him, I saw him and Carrie this year, and, yeah, and yeah, I mean, Thomas Rat puts on a stellar show. I mean, it's an incredible show, and um, and and Carrie puts on a really great show. I'm just I'm I'm and I'm just not a I, like I like Carrie. I think she's you know she's terrific, but she's just not she's not my favorite. It's not who I'm voting for. Me too. Who would you have voted for in the category Eric Church? Yeah, me you're, too. You're talking about an artist who during his double down tour in the window of eligibility. And a lot of people ask me this uh, while watching the, the the show on social media. The window of eligibility for the ACM Awards that you saw last week was January 1st through December 31st, 2019. And that's mm-hmm. why some of the winners and nominees appeared to be two years old, like Rainbow from Casey Musgraves was nominated for Singular Song of the Year. Uh, didn't win. Yeah. But what happened is right. the ACM people the board they decided not to move that window because of the pandemic so the winners that we saw last week were actually supposed to be announced april 5th right right right. after you know shortly after the new year so why they may that's why they may seem a little um dated dated. yeah Yeah. dated a little bit yeah but eric church though uh, the double down tour dude played for three hours and and back-to-back nights in every city that he went to yeah. Yeah, and and the the number one hits were just endless, and and it's just I mean it's no comparison in my book, but um, you know uh, that's the reason that's the reason you know you vote I guess is people see it differently, and I'm okay with people seeing it differently. I don't mind that part, but um, I just uh, I at the same time don't understand it. I thought the whole show, and I know you were kind of um, tweeting about it too. I I thought the whole show was I said to someone it kind of felt like a a, a we are the world type performance or a stand up for cancer performance and i'm not i'm not minimizing those those no, events I know. I know it, it just, just had long it just well, didn't have any life to it it didn't and it felt very somber the whole tone of it, it was just somber and I, yeah. and i i feel like the bands that were you know the people that performed were so happy to be back together with their bands performing but yeah. you know the kane brown was the best performance because it yeah, had it some perfect. it had some life to it having the chorus members up there but yeah. i just thought they had such a the at the very beginning i thought this is really going to be good because i liked the google earth thing where they went from venue to venue yeah but, i thought it was cool okay. it, yeah it, was it just cool. slowed down and it felt so i mean it just felt somber just yeah yeah it did and and going back to a performance i thought was really good was carrie um uh, doing the medley of all the women of great women of country music those hits man i think she kills stuff like that that's when i think she actually excels i think a lot of times she she sounds like she's hollering to me a lot and i just don't enjoy that did you, you know on. that did you just say that high, she, she hollers a lot I, I agree it's what it sounds like to me she just sounds like she's hollering all the time and i'm just like girl sing don't holler 
Well, you know, it's that whole American Idol thing where they, ah, that was weird runs. Well, we lost a picture tube one year during the CMAs when she was like doing a, she was doing one of her really loud things. And all of a sudden our TV just blew up. And I'm like, Carrie, well, Carrie uh, killed our yeah, TV. Yeah, so the TV agrees. No, I mean, I think she sounds so pretty when she just sings and when she's singing those classic country songs and she just sings them like a, like a, like a bird. And I think it's terrific. I think it's perfect. That's when she's at the best for me. But, um, but yeah, I loved, I loved that. I loved the Eric church, loved the Kane Brown. I, I thought Thomas Rhett and John party were good. Um, but just the whole show, I mean, if they could have taken a cue from the NFL, which I think would have been the smart thing. If you remember the NFL draft, they did it virtually for the first time ever. And they had everybody, you know, waiting at their home with live cameras. It must have been thousands of cameras that, that, they put that together with and it was incredible i mean it was absolutely incredible and it was like the the acns didn't didn't i don't know they didn't think that far ahead or they didn't use that as a guide or an example of what a live show an unprecedented live virtual show could have been and they just missed a big opportunity in my book because i mean i give the show a you know a c minus or a d i don't i didn't think it was very good at all do you um do you think that the artists were told do not reveal that everything's been pre-taped? Yeah, yeah, because they acted like it was live. Like don't they don't tweet from home. Like it was live. Yeah, although one of the Florida Georgia Line guys, Donna, you brought up, kind of kind of peeled back that fourth wall for people if they watched his Insta story. Yeah, he was watching himself because he was laughing about himself on a scooter on his scooter. Um, you know, uh, Tyler Hubbard was watching from home, and I know that um, Thomas Rhett is, has been in Montana. I mean, on vacation, yeah. he's been, you know, doing stories all yeah. week. I just, I mean, there was no, there was no way you could have thought any of that was live, you know, and it just. Yeah. Yeah. Going in though, Tug, yeah. going, in, going into the ACM Awards, did you not think that there was at least going to be some sort of live component? I did. I did. Yeah, okay. I did. If, if nothing else, I thought at least the hosting part would be live. And then, you know, because like on New Year's, you know, they'll, they'll toss to some recorded elements, which is fine. But yeah, I, I thought, I thought there would be some sort of live feature part of it but right. everything was pre-recorded and it was disappointing to say the least where can uh where can people hear you man uh you can find me on uh extra 1063 you can find me on the fan you can find me on 1015 you can find me all over the place you can find me on the podcast with Kelly jack let's go <laughs> can find you on the sidelines of the um alpharetta football team that's right yeah i'll be down there hanging out too and then hopefully one day back in uh you know, in, in truest part, watching the Braves play and back in Sanford Stadium watching the Bulldogs play. But until then, just here with y'all. All right, buddy. Have a great day. Appreciate your time, man. I'll, I'll call you later this afternoon. All right, man. Love y'all. I'll Thank see. you. See you if you have questions about CBD products and the benefits that that can help you with anxiety, with sleeplessness, with uh, Donna, what else? I mean, there's so many. With your plantar fasciitis, vagitis and your foot pain, you that continue to use a, a, a roll-on that, that, yes. that you discovered. Our first visit to the hemp pharmacy, uh, Christy and, and Richard Roth live in Roswell. They own the hemp pharmacy, but we went in honestly just to get you some relief and some some CBD product to to help with your pain. Yes, and it worked so well. We said to them, "Hey, listen, we need to help spread the word yes. about this." We we didn't go into the hemp pharmacy thinking we were going to come out with a partner for this podcast. That way, it worked the exact opposite way. We went in to find a product to get relief, and we're so. Or you were so relieved and so impressed that we said, you know what? Listen, we want to help spread the word about CBD products and specifically the hemp pharmacy on Wentworth Parkway in Alpharetta and the relief that you can get from all different kinds of problems and symptoms and 
whether it's for yourself, your kids, your animals. Well, and that is one really important thing to both you and I is anything that we talk about on here, we want to make sure we are customers of every one of our um all of our sponsors. We know Donna personally. We do order from Dinner Affair. We were customers of theirs forever. And we do buy product from the hemp pharmacy. And you're right. That's what it started with. I'll also tell you, I'm using that roll on on my shoulders at night. You know, if you have tension where you're working on a computer all day and you feel like at the end of the day, your neck's like up around your ears, you can just kind of roll that on at night and it helps just sort of relieve some of the pain and the the tightness that you have up in your shoulders. So whatever you're dealing with, and there's a lot we're all dealing with right now. And I also want to say this, if you're not dealing with some big problem. I've had a lot of people say to me, you know, I want to try these products, but I don't, I don't really have a lot of pain right now. If, if you just have trouble falling asleep, if you have generalized anxiety, you know, if, if your dogs or your cats or your animals, you know, have anxiety over the rain and the storms that are going on, there are a lot of uses for um, CBD products. And you can also just use them like for lotions, for bath bombs. It doesn't have to, you don't have to ingest anything and you don't have to do a tincture or roll on. You can simply use their bath products and they're amazing too. That's a great place to start. Your first order with the hemp pharmacy, I can get you a massive first order discount. Reach out to me on social media, Twitter and Instagram at ATL Cadillac, or you can also reach out on the podcast voicemail and text line 770-464-6024. And let's talk about getting you that huge 20% discount from your first order at the Hemp Pharmacy. And if you're not in the Alpharetta, Georgia area, uh, I'll deliver it to you. And you can also uh, call the call the, the store and speak with any of the associates there, or Christian Richard, the owners, and, and we can get it to you in the mail as well. The Hemp Pharmacy, locally owned and operated, American-made, third-party lab tested. And uh, swing in, no purchase necessary. Go you know, ask them to help you out with any questions you have and uh, free edible. When you mention my name, it's like a 500 milligram strawberry shortcake cheesecake candy bar. The Hemp Pharmacy, across from the Home Depot, uh, in front of the Home Depot, Windward Parkway in Alpharetta. The Hurt 911 Injury Group is a team of elite lawyers and doctors with offices and clinics all across Georgia. The Hurt 911 Injury Group's top priority is always helping you when you have been injured in a car accident get the medical treatment and documentation that you need to receive the maximum compensation for your personal injury claims. I wanted to share with you an endorsement from a client of uh, Hurt 911 and how they were so impressed with the way that their case was handled. They show great urgency and got me into the doctor, which was a clean and COVID safe office. The doctor did diagnosis of my issue and pinpointed the pain and began treatment. While I was there, I was able to talk with the lawyer to get my case started. Hurt 911 took care of everything. The Hurt 911 injury group, when you are the victim in a car accident, they focus on giving you that medical treatment and taking it to the justice system to get you the money that you deserve. Injured in an accident, call the Hurt 911 injury group at 1-800-HURT-911. 1-800-HURT-911. That's the number, 1-800-HURT-911. Available now is a new episode of the Hustle Podcast with Donna and Bill Rawlings. And it's available where you're listening to this podcast right now, any podcast platform. The Hustle Podcast, quick overview, Donna, is is you guys, conversations 
with people who's who, who have had their lives changed. Yeah, we just kind of say that they're um, they're ordinary people doing extraordinary things, and um, they all have different stories. They all have different paths that they've walked, and um, they all have different um, variations of success. It's not necessarily about being incredibly financially successful or at the top of you know your. Um, company, but it's people who have um, taken challenges in life and turned them around and come back from them. And so this week we spoke to Aiden Anderson, who you and I've known for a very long time. Um, Aiden, we first started um, kind of working with Aiden when he was a little boy. Um, and he has an amazing charity um, nonprofit that he works with called Aiden Cares. And basically, um, they do a host of things to help families and, and kids who um, need food, who need um, different things in their lives. And he's just an amazing, I say kid, but he's not a kid. He's a young adult. He was a, he was a little kiddo when we first started, you know, um, talking to him. And I want you to listen to the podcast. I'm not going to give everything away, but he started busking. And if you know what that is, that's playing music live. And and he just put out a little page boy hat because he was bored. He was waiting. It was taking a long time for them to get their table um, in a restaurant in Savannah. And so he put out his little page boy cap and people started donating money. Um, and he took that money. And you imagine a little kid, you know, and he took that money. You want like a Hot Wheels car right. or some Skittles. And he donated it. And it was the first time that it really made him understand the connection between giving money and how good that felt. So his story is, you know, everyone says the story is inspiring, but this one really is. And I think the thing that I love about it the most is no matter where you are in life, it will make you think about how you go through life, you know, how you interact with other humans, um, whether it's your kids and getting them involved or whether it's, you know, coworkers or your spouse, he just has a great message about um, living your life and, and being authentic and, and showing up in your life. So, And he's an amazing musician. Amazing. And he performs during this episode. He does. Of Hustle with Donna and Bill Rawlings. Bill's been a friend of ours for a long, long time. Bill is with Atlanta Fine Home Sotheby's International Realty. And we want to play. You have ready uh, a piece of the song that he performs in this new episode. Well, betrayal and shame hunt you down. And now that you're older, you fear even more. I'm done searching for answers that you never found. But nobody's left, so. That's when I'll be there And forgiveness is a luxury I'm trying to afford, yeah But I know I should have stayed Walking out is the family way And I'm not saying Laid out right I'm just saying Prove me wrong Cause all I know is I'm still hanging on to Shadows of hope At least let me try To make things better Oh, sure lay me down That is Aiden Anderson. And the story 
that goes along with that song will make you, it'll blow you away. It's his mom's story um, that she told to him and he wrote a song kind of from her, his perspective and her perspective. So it's a great conversation. And I'm maybe a little biased because you're the host. I'm the host, but it has nothing to do with the host. Listen, it's what he brought to the conversation. And um, he's, he's, he, he, you know, he's just, uh, he's an enlightened soul. He really is. I mean, he's, he's wise beyond his years, but he's, again, he's not a kid anymore. He's a, he's a grown adult. Um, but I hope you'll listen. I think you'll like it. Hustle. That episode with Aiden Anderson is available now. Pot peeps. For this episode of my second act, uh, Tracy Waldrop actually reached out Donna wanting to know the, the 20% off discount code for the hemp pharmacy. But she wrote, I absolutely love, 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 love your podcast. I think Donna and I are the same age, although I went to McEachern, McEachern, mm, which is a high school in mm-hmm. Powder Springs yes. on, in, in West, West Atlanta. Yes. In Cobb County. So I can relate with her on most topics, but you Cadillac Jack, you and your comments truly Make me bust out laughing most times. Listen to your podcast is like sitting around a fire drinking with friends. I love that. What a nice compliment. Is that not? Yes. Reach out to us on the podcast voicemail and text line. The number is 770-464-6024. And I'll check it right now. And we have a hot one. Oh, my gosh. Are you serious? We have a hot one. Have you have you vetted it? I have not. Okay. Well, don't start reading until you vet it. Justin Colberson from Temple, Georgia. Funny you talked about the pandemic refill story. I guess about how you you don't go get your own refill right now if you're eating it at a restaurant. Yes. The wife and I were at Cracker Barrel, and the waitress asked me first thing if I drank like a fish because she was going to bring me several sweet teas so she didn't have to make a bunch of trips. (laughs) Maybe that's a question that all waitresses should ask. Are you going to drink like a fish? You can drink like a fish because at the crack, I'm with you, Justin, at the Cracker Barrel, I, I, I'll have nine sweet teas. Well, and everyone's idea of like a large glass is different. You know, like they'll bring you in like one of those little teeny tiny tea glasses and you're like, you're not even going to get turned around. And you I'm have gonna, to come and back. I'm going to have to slurp. And bring up. some biscuits and while, some while cornbread. And some jelly. While you're on your way. You have to ask for that jelly like it's bouillon cubes. Voicemail text line 770-464-6024. Please include your name and city so we can give you a proper pod peep salute. Social media channels. Let's connect. Continue the conversations at ATL Cadillac on Twitter and Instagram. And don't forget, you can holler at your smart speaker and say, hey, Alexa, play Cadillac Jack. And the most recent episode of my second act will begin to play. If you have the time, it'd mean the world to us. Have a small ask of you three simple things. Uh, Number one, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything coming up. Also, don't forget we dropped a uh, bonus episode this past Saturday uh, following the Academy of Country Music Awards. If you missed that, go back and check that out. And uh, subscribe. Number two, rate and leave five-star reviews to the pod. And number three, show our sponsors some love. They include the Hemp Pharmacy, Windward Parkway, in front of the Home Depot, Gallery Furniture in Gainesville. 1-800-HURT-911 and dinneraffair.com. That's dinneraffair.com. Our thanks to executive producer Carl Appen, who is also editor of our weekly e-letter, The Letter. You can subscribe for free. Text left on red. No spaces. Red as in the color. R-E-D to the number 22828. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the app and podcast network. Mm-hmm.